Okay, okay, okay. Okay. One, two, sink. <laughs> Don't laugh. What's up, everyone? Um, today we have the one and only, the don't leave your Bible around her because she's, uh-uh. she's just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> We're not doing Southside. We're not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We have the wonderful, lovely artiste Omalola mm. here with us today. Uh, wonderful, wonderful friend. Um, I've known for so long. It's a pleasure, pleasure to, have to have her, her here with me. Okay. Yeah. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and here we also have the only. No, the, the no, only no, musician, no. the only producer <laughs> <laughs> that exists out here. The hottest one in the game. I'm weak. Okay. <laughs> we have. End it there. End it Shay, there. <laughs> Lil Shay here with us. He calls me the chief, but he was the one who texted me to start this. So it's your brainchild, though. Okay. It's your sure. brainchild. Yeah, we'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, welcome to the podcast everyone. Um yeah. this is a podcast called I Wish They Told Me. Um and it's basically the two of us wanting to make a podcast kind of discussing and giving some insight into a lot of problems, situations, just experiences that typically happen to a lot of college students and young adults out here who are trying to live their best lives but also trying to please God in yeah. everything they do so that's just the point of this podcast um it's pretty bible based so if mm-hmm. you know you don't really ascribe to we believe in the, the bible word, <laughs> the we word in the god. word of god <laughs> the word then, of god written in the old and new testament, testament. <laughs> both both testaments not both just testaments one. <laughs> not just one <laughs> not just not one. just uh, not select teachings of jesus right right. all of the teachings right so Um, with all that being said if you do not particularly ascribe to that um this might not be the podcast for you but you're willing to stay and listen because yeah god loves you all um that reminds you of veggie tales because jesus loves you (laughs) what what is it because god loves you very much um i don't remember veggie tales you you yeah your family had all the veggies i mean that's not true. You guys had the you guys had the CDs and stuff. Did we? We weren't that OD. Yeah, because I feel like we all just watched car. it at church. You know the funny thing. This is totally not related to what we're talking about. But the <laughs> funny thing is, <laughs> it's fine. Apparently, a lot of people didn't know VeggieTales was Christian. Like growing up, really, they used to watch it and think like, oh yeah, it's just kids TV. And I was like, they literally wow. said a Bible verse and they reenacted Bible stories and they said a yeah. Bible verse at the end yeah. of every episode. Like the thing that stuck with me from Veggie Tales was the Wall of Jericho episode. Yeah, that like was the whole pretty... s- like slushy things. Like yeah, but like I don't know. I yeah, didn't know people just... outside of church. What like what network would that be on? I, I don't know because I was I was like I think this is sad that I was overhearing this conversation, but somebody <laughs> was just like, yeah, I didn't know it was so religious. I was like, but that was the whole thing. What? But okay, that's funny. <laughs> All right. That's um, <laughs> but to not talk about what we're, what we're talking about but anyways yeah. yeah so this is the podcast be expecting yeah. some segues and stuff like mm-hmm. that because we talk about random stuff all the time also i just want to disclaim we are not ordained pastors for sure or that i know of angel <laughs> might be huh or might be. i don't know about that but i <laughs> we are just you know young christians trying to share our view from the way we interpret the bible and Mm -hmm. um christ teachings just so that like i don't want to get no comments like they're heretics yeah i'm like i don't know about that theology is so bad we we pray before this you know the holy spirit will drive everything but amen you know we don't have all the answers and i don't think god needs us to have all the answers i don't think that's the point so hopefully hopefully you can get something out of this fruitful but yeah, do you want to introduce the topic? Um, yeah, kind of the inspiration behind it. 
Sure. So Mm -hmm. the point of this episode (laughs) is to talk about loneliness and also um, fear of missing out. I think Mm -hmm. after being in the panoramic for a year and a half. The pandemonium. (laughs) The parallelogram for a year (laughs) and a half. (laughs) I think that uh, in the midst of it, for sure, like we're kind of slowly kind of getting out. um, But in the Mm -hmm. midst of it, for sure, I think loneliness was something that was kind of forced onto everyone. Um, And now we're all kind of coming to grips of how we can combat that. So, you know, Mm -hmm. if any circumstances come up again, um, where you're kind of in that situation, you know how to get out of it um, and how to involve God in it. And I also think now that things are opening up a little more, um, FOMO can be really strong, especially if, you know, you're not in a position to really be going out yet, but you see like other mm-hmm. people are. Um, so just learning how to combat that. And I personally think that's kind of a little more like, do I want to say sinister is the word? I feel like it's a little like worse than loneliness to me just because mm. there can be some like really yeah bad implications, I think, when FOMO yeah. kind of rules you. But yeah, that's yeah. that's just that's the overall. I was talking topic. to my friend the other day about like, why I like rainy days so much because it's like now I get to stay inside and like not feel bad about missing out on anything. Right. You know? It's yeah. like no one no one else is having fun. Right. I'm not even sure if that's a good thing to feel. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely I definitely get that. FOMO is it's terrible, man. It's, for sure, for sure. It can suck. Yeah. And I think also like aside the pandemic, like FOMO is definitely something that you feel on campus. Mm-hmm, like for sure. even when yeah, I wonder a lot of people around when when things are back open. Um, I think FOMO was definitely something that I felt that period when I decided okay, I don't want to go to parties anymore. Mm. Like I don't want to go to that many like you know people would go like, every weekend and <laughs> I I just wasn't about it right like right. it just wasn't that fun to me anymore because I like dancing. You're a dancer, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And and uh. And some of these Caucasian colleges that uh, we both go to, <laughs> that is not, not Caucasian. <laughs> that is not the main focus. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of fist pumping in the air. Yeah, and I was just like, oh, you go is... to them white parties. Sorry, not not to discriminate, <laughs> but like black That's parties. True. There, there are there are black parties. Black That's parties true. are like screaming trap, and mm. white parties are like a little bit hip hop, but they're a lot of like EDM. Yeah. Well, anyways, yeah. I get what you mean. No, 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 no. At the white parties, though, when they play, like, Sweet Caroline. Ba, ba, ba. They all go. That's a good song. It is. That's, like, one of the white people music that I'll. Right. I'm sorry to all of my white viewers. All of our white viewers. We're not, not discriminating. I'm just. Bad. I'm just saying yeah. there's a very different experience. There's a different judging vibe. Judging by there's the a different vibe. people throwing the party and then, like, yeah. the target audience, I guess, of the party. But, okay. Yeah. So I guess we're talking about parties now. We can no. Just, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's another one. That's a whole nother. That's a whole nother. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's a, a whole nother thing. Podcast. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean, yeah. parties are kind of a big driver, I think, for FOMO, right? Because yeah, you yeah. know, you if you get caught up in seeing like Instagram stories or snaps, if you're still on Snapchat, you know, yeah, it's like you see people having fun, and I think. And this was if actually you're still something. On Snapchat, I just caught that. Yeah, I'm sorry. If you're still on Snapchat, I I don't talk to me on Snapchat because I, I will never respond. To you. I will never I respond know. if you text me on Snapchat. You will never get an answer from Same me. Same here. Same here. Um, <laughs> I, I get people sending me mixtapes on Snapchat. Are you serious? Anyways, Dang, yes. you you famous famous. You already no have no 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 not that tapes? like you know it's like people that you worked with in the past maybe and they're like I just dropped my new joint it's the same you know difference they it to everybody on their contacts it's the same difference bruh <laughs> anyways but yeah okay. I think I I feel like parties at least for me personally kind of show another thing about FOMO to me which is sometimes I don't want to be a part of what I'm kind of coveting to be a part of like like mm. if i see people at a party i don't think i'm like yes i i want to go to a party like i don't really care about going to parties wow. that much unless it's like a specific it, honestly if it's like an african african party then i'll be like yeah i should have been there but yeah like yeah uh, if i just see people it. like okay they went to like a club or like a lounge or something 
I don't really mm-hmm. want to be there. Like, I don't really care that yeah. much. But yeah. it's just the fact that I'm not there with those people. I think that mm-hmm. um, sometimes can really get you. So I think it's interesting how you can mentally know that that's not a place you're comfortable with. But yeah. you still want to be just a part of it. And I think that's something that actually kind of makes the nature of FOMO kind of crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy that you say that. There are a lot of things that it's just like, I don't want to do this. But like, because of the. My essay is, is, is it is this largely dependent on like the people you surround yourself with? Mm-hmm. Dare I say? Yeah. Uh, I think that has a huge impact on just like what you even like covet for like because yeah. when we really think about it like FOMO is just an extension of loneliness where it's like mm-hmm. it's not about the activity being done it's just like being you know on your own right type of situation and not not doing other activities with people you know mm-hmm. you just want to be around people you th- like if you thrive around other people even if like you're more introverted like sometimes you just you would love to watch anime with two friends mm-hmm. like on a couch or something mm-hmm. but you know they're out doing stuff that you don't necessarily want to do right or that you don't have time to do right and it just it just sucks yeah 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 and i think kind of tying back into that i feel like being introverted is kind of interesting when you think about it in the context of loneliness and fomo because mm-hmm. i think at least for me personally there are times that I feel like it kind of blur the line between my desire to be alone and my kind of forced loneliness because I don't like voice that I actually want to be a part of something. Does that make sense? Mm. Like when you are so used to being alone, you're so used to just like being on your own. And especially if you're the kind of person who like just maybe out of comfort or just out of like you know it's what you're familiar with you just like when people are like let's go here let's do this you're like nah i'm cool like i'll just stay home Mm -hmm. or something Mm -hmm. like that or even if you even if it's out of your control but you never like really have the means to go out i think that it can yeah i think that it can make people perceive you like you don't really want to or you don't Mm. really you can't really do it um and i think when you're alone that much you don't really differentiate between I'm choosing to be alone right now because that's just my introverted tendencies or mm-hmm. I'm just alone right now because I'm never like not I'm never invited. Let me not. I feel like that sounds so sad. I'm invited to these yeah. people, but I'm just saying like I, I think there's that blurred line between I've chosen to be alone right now and like I don't know what else I could be doing. So mm. I'm just alone. So, yeah. yeah, I think yeah, that's, like, definitely. that introvert thing. Especially in a panoronium. Pan- <laughs> <laughs> Find all the P in a, words. In a Paralympic. <laughs> um, it's it's really hard. And, like, the moves mm-hmm. the moves being made. I mean, there are more now. But uh, before, it was, like, very scarce moves. Yeah. And, like, it's, like, even if you were introverted, you'd want to, like... Everyone wants to leave the house a little bit mm-hmm. at some point. Um, right. So it's just like, yeah, like I had a I had a friend invite me to go to Jamaica this summer. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry. Like I Jamaica sounds good. Like who doesn't want to go to Jamaica and yeah. have a bomb time in Jamaica? But I have work. Mm-hmm. I just moved. I just moved to New York. I can't. I'm like spent all my money um, <laughs> <laughs> like all these things and it's like i do have introverted tendencies sometimes mm-hmm. but like those are that's one some of the things that i would have been interested in doing but like i you know can't right, right. so it's like um sometimes that happens like but on a smaller scale it might not always be a trip to jamaica but mm-hmm. it could be i don't know it could be anything like some like my team is on the west coast so like sometimes i don't i work very late and it's like i can't go certain things because of how tired i am and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it's hard to differentiate um yeah but yeah i wanted to ask you actually like Mm -hmm. what is 
because coming coming at this from like a, a Christian view, right? I, mm-hmm. I have some some people think or like they meet me and they're like, oh, like you're you're different or something like that, mm-hmm. and something, something along those lines, mm-hmm. right? You ever meet people and they're like, oh, you're Christian? Like, I mean, like I never thought I'd get along with someone mm-hmm. like you because like they feel like Christianity is kind of like boring in a sense. Mm-hmm. where you can't do anything mm-hmm. it's kind of like when you live your life a certain way like all the time you can't imagine you know living without x y and z mm-hmm. so like when you actually do meet someone who's like interesting and a christian you're like you're just like bamboozled so to you like what is the type of like mm-hmm. fun christians like have you know That's i was just thinking about this and i was like what is fun to like what's fun what's to fun? a christian <laughs> Yeah, I think, think, well, number one, I feel like Mm -hmm. we have a very narrow view of fun in our age because I think when you're like, let's have fun, Mm -hmm. instantly you think parties, instantly you You think think drinks, drinks, you think, you know, substances, yeah, (laughs) substances, looking at you, substances, screaming, (laughs) um, but I think we have a very narrow idea. We we literally yeah. just said three things right there. Parties, yeah. drinks, substances. Literally. We just literally, three. Yeah. So when it's like if if people are like, Oh yeah, Christians don't know how to have fun, I'm like, fun is whatever like, that y'all don't know makes you happy. Either. I'm like, you don't know because <laughs> you only do three things. Like yeah. I, yeah. I I'm I'm sorry if like me deciding to stay in my room, like yeah people might like be like oh my gosh i have fun if i'm sitting down reading a good book like Mm. if it's really interesting Mm. that i have a lot of fun doing that right yeah um and i think most of the time what is the most fun to you is what is what engages you and that you actually enjoy and i think that differs from person to person Mm -hmm. um something that's really interesting i was reading the screw tape letters from one of my favorite authors c.s lewis and that book is mad trippy because it comes from the perspective of like a demon who is trying to tempt a person Um, i heard about that book. yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. it's really like all the different ways that they use yeah it's really crazy crazy. and it's super specific and i i Mm -hmm. i actually suggest everyone read it um but there's this one specific part in the book where so screw tape is um the kind of i guess a head demon and he has someone mm-hmm. reporting to him so he's writing letters to screw tape a demon is writing letters to screw tape reporting on the human they're trying to tempt right mm-hmm. so the demon was reporting to screw tape that um the person that they were with dis- was like um they had this one day where they were just reading a book and they went out on a walk um and Screwtape was like, why would you let them do that? You actually allowed wow. them to experience real pleasure of doing something they genuinely oh want to do. Because yeah. um, in the other temptations in the book, like this guy is like, he's trying to fake with like his new rich friends, trying to act like he's mm-hmm. like all that. Um, or also he's like, you know, just going out and doing things just to kind of appeal to other people. But yeah actually like what he genuinely enjoys or what he genuinely enjoyed was just taking a day to himself and like reading mm. and taking a walk and something and screw yeah. tape was like you can't let them experience real pleasure like he literally said that in the book and he's mm. like it um and i thought it was really amazing because the way c.s lewis wrote it was like god when he saves you he preserves your personality you know it's wow. not like it's not like yeah. he's trying to, you know, just destroy everything about you when you're saved. That's not the point because mm-hmm. you're you. He distinctly made you the way he wanted to. Yeah. So, but it's the true things about your personality that God wants to really amplify in you. And that's mm-hmm. where you need to take your time to find what you think is fun. Because if you're just always following what other people think is fun and you don't even mm-hmm. know yourself what you genuinely enjoy and you're constantly doing these mindless things i think it yeah. can really kind of subvert your expectations of what you think um of the kind of person you think you should be like just in yeah. general 
Yeah. So I think people like yeah. I just like the identity issues people have. Yeah. When like, when like thinking of Christianity, they're like, well, if you know, I have to accept Christ, I have to let go of this and this and this, and that's me. But really, it's not. Mm-hmm. Right. Who you are is who everyone is is you know who God defines them to be. Yeah. And so. Yeah, you were saying, sorry to cut you off. Oh, no, yeah, I I, I totally agree. I just think Mm -hmm. it's, because, I mean, if we're tying this back to FOMO, of course, Mm -hmm. when you know yourself and you know what you want and you know what you find fun or what you should be doing, when you're in that mentally, you won't feel that fear of missing out when you feel that purpose because you don't feel like you're missing out. You feel like you are where you are at the current moment for a reason. Right. So I think it's kind of crazy tying it over even just to identity, because I think we when we think FOMO, we don't really dig deep into that. But yeah, Yeah. I just think I feel like even me, just like recently, just figuring out what kinds of things I find fun um, Mm -hmm. and what kinds of things like, believe it or not. And it's really crazy. I used to not think like doing worship in the morning was fun. Like when I got out of bed in the morning. And yeah. I, I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I'm like, just me. I, I want to sing and I love that. And I love mm-hmm. worship in general. But mm-hmm. there's I, 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 I don't know. I feel like there's this battle in the morning of who are you really about to pay attention to first? Yeah. Because yeah. I think. That's, yeah. Yeah. I think that's I get cute. up and I'm immediately like, I'm not going to reach for my phone. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, do I check my Instagram? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to check. I'm not going to do all that. Okay, um, but I used to, yeah, I used to not find it that fun um, mm-hmm. because I didn't, like, think about it, you know? It was mm. just something, when you do things out of duty especially, I think that's something that kind of messes you up. But yeah, I think when, I think I got to a point last semester where I used to get up and then I'll just be like, okay, like, let me just quickly scroll through my phone or something. And I would end mm-hmm. up scrolling for, like, an hour or something. And that, yeah, yeah. just waste of time. And when you really, like, have that out-of-body moment and you're, like, kind of considering, what am I doing right now? You realize this is actually mad boring. Like, why am very, I why am I just scrolling boring. through? And yeah. then, especially just watching other people do stuff, it's, like, yeah. that's not that interesting when you could it's be It's crazy because people, the same people that are, like, you know, what do Christians do to have fun or, like, stuff like that, like as you said like their idea of fun is like very narrow yeah and like outside of the times allotted for fun which is like the weekend they typically don't not like i don't not to like generalize it too mm-hmm. much but mm-hmm. it's just like if all you find is fun is like partying drinking smoking like all all these things mm-hmm. then like you know what what is your life going to be like when when all that's gone you know yeah like you're going to you're going to get older parties are going to become old to you yeah and like you you don't want to like no one wants to be that weird creepy 40 50 year old at the still party at, like the club like at the club and stuff like that so right. like you know obviously i don't know for yeah. me personally like after leaving a party i did not feel fulfilled in any type of way mm. or or like it was just it was just not the the bread and butter for me yeah and so like i for me i just knew that okay this is not who i am not to say that all partying is bad like Mm -hmm. you know in the bible there's a time to celebrate things yeah you know like even jesus jesus celebrated at someone's wedding so that is you know not saying oh all parties are bad right you know jesus literally celebrated at a party with wine Mm. uh to celebrate a (laughs) a wedding so he brought up not to say that we're all out here saying Oh no! Never party, never do party. this. You are never going party. To party. If you're partying, you're of the devil. Uh-uh. That's that's not that's not no. what we're saying. When we have to celebrate the right things first. Right, of all. right, right. You know, um, and yeah, I like that. But um, another another thing I was just thinking about was um, how how is how is Christians how is we neglect the the importance of like the community aspect of it yeah or like how people forget that there is a community 100 percent, right so like that community like and and in the bible like jesus made it abundantly clear that we do need that community right For sure the first thing the disciples did after um the resurrection of jesus was 
plant churches. Yeah. Because um, it's hard to do, first of all, walk through your faith on your, faith on your own. Mm-hmm. But also, like, gathering with other Christians, I don't care the circumstance. It's fun to be. Yes, 100%. It's fun. Always. It's fun to be. Like, just having a conversation with another Christian about the Bible mm-hmm. and, like, um, worshiping in a small group. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Like, it's have great. you ever just, like, been with a group of people and just, like, sang worship songs? Yeah. And it's, it's crazy because it, it's not only that, like, literally anything, any activity that you do with these people and you're building community, mm-hmm. like, these are things that are commanded by us, you know, to learn how to love each other. Mm-hmm. So even, like, going to the beach with, like, your friends and stuff like that, like, those are fun things that mm-hmm. you can do um we're christians and non-christians yeah but um yeah like i think people just like neglect that like yo Mm -hmm. like there are other you don't have to do all this stuff alone like i know how you were talking about like you know like you can read a book and um all these things and you find fun and like you know if especially if you're introverted like Mm-hmm. A lot of the a lot of the times, like those are the things that you generally do find fun. Mm-hmm. But that's not the only thing. Like yeah, not everything sure. has to be on your own. You don't have to like, um, you know, go through the whole Bible on your own to be a true <laughs> Christian. Right. And like <laughs> locked away in some forest. Yeah. You know, for like sure. you can do it in community, and that in of itself is fun. And um, like I was, I joined a church in New York recently, and it, it was just so eye-opening especially like growing up in an african church Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where sometimes like they would shame you and be like are you coming to church for your friends are you coming to church for god yeah and like like, they they say stuff like that (laughs) and then it's like i it just took me some time to realize that yo like yes sometimes I, i like yes i do come to the church to like see people but it's because of um, I see like the work of Jesus through them. Yeah, for sure. You know, mm-hmm. like I see, I, I feel the presence of Jesus through all these other believers. Mm-hmm. So it is not a bad thing to want to go to church mm-hmm. because you know you like the presence of the people there. That's for literally sure. the meaning of church. That's the point. You know, like that's the that's, whole point that's of church. The point. Yeah, <laughs> the point. Yeah, literally the that, point. No, like <laughs> not to cut you off, but like. Yeah, that's the point. I I can't stress this enough. The point of church is to be with other people. If you Mm -hmm. are hearing that you, the presence of God is everywhere, everywhere, all the time. Yeah, you are not in and out of the presence of God when you're in and out Mm -hmm. of church. The point of church Mm -hmm. is for people. (laughs) That's that's it. That that simple. Like it's that that simple. simple. They didn't start churches because the Holy Spirit wasn't touching them. He touched them before yeah. they started any church. So, like... Thank you. Preach it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, it, it took, for me personally, it took me, like, a while to really realize this. Especially because, you know, going to college all the way in California. Mm-hmm. And California is not the most Christian state. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. Fine. Um, not to say that there aren't churches. There are. Mm-hmm. But I, my campus is a little bit secluded. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a part of me, like, was just, like, just being rebellious. Like, I don't need to go to church. I can do this on my own type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I can, you know, read the Bible. I can join church online. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, like, a keeping my Christian world separate from mm-hmm. my real world. Like, my friend group was different. And, like, they, they knew I was Christian, but mm-hmm. it was just, like, an attribute and, like, not the foundation of mm. any of our relationships and stuff mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and as you know, like, if the if the foundation of anything is not Christ-centered... It's gonna be shaky. It, it's, it's not it, fam. It's yeah, not it, fam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I feel like especially... It's not... It's not bad to once, you know... Uh, to be with other people it's like you know just a a fellowship Mm -hmm. and like that's why we have the church Mm -hmm. but like when that when Jesus is not there at the foundation you're not leaving you're basically like giving them control yeah right Mm -hmm. Um, what what separates the church from like um, 
from another friend group or just like any other body of people like a sports team or something mm -hmm. is that christ is at the center yeah you know and so knowing that christ won't fail knowing that if everyone is like going closer to christ that you know we'd be in this kumbaya world or whatever <laughs> um that like that helps a lot of things like uh -huh. now um i forgot where i heard this but i think it was at church they were just talking about like how there is an attack on forgiveness mm. in today's world like yes. there is just it's like and where there's no forgiveness if we if we're not able to forgive right mm -hmm. like we won't be able to form deeper relationships like imagine if you never forgave your parents yeah imagine if you never forgave your siblings right yeah. you would not be able to form these relationships like we can't expect people to be perfect yeah i, I'm, I think I'm, I'm drifting away too much but no, basically yeah, like so um basically what they're saying is that like now like it's almost like our anger has been commodified mm. and it's become like um in order to have a voice or in order to be heard like you just had to be extraordinarily angry about mm -hmm. something to the point where like you know you isolate people and like all these other things that you're not able mm. to uh people feel like they're treading around like eggshells with you yeah you know um or like you know vice versa you feel like you're treading around eggshells with other people mm -hmm. and so like there's never a deeper connection form because you're never vulnerable um but the thing about the church and like is that we all like forgiveness is just it's just something that you know jesus said 70 times seven like yeah it's something that we don't deserve but it's just there it's just yeah. there in the church yeah right it doesn't mean that you're not going to be um cautious it doesn't mean that there won't be like legal repercussions and stuff like For that sure. but like it just does mean that we forgive yeah and that the debt that you owed would like it would be for like forgot forgotten right mm -hmm. and so um yeah all this all this to say is that like that stability is is something that everybody needs everybody yeah. needs to have a stable group of people to fellowship with Mm -hmm. You know, you need to have people that you can come to in your lowest lows for sure. and be like, yo, I messed up um, this, this and this like um, I sin I'm like, you know, come, people that you can confess your sins to mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And without that, you just. The devil just tries to keep us in isolation so that these these issues are just like in the dark. So that let them fester and like let us handle them on our own. Yeah. And then that way they just become uncontrollable. But like when we put them into the light, there's no way for the devil to work. For sure. So um, I think like if you are in a season of loneliness, like action item could be, yo, like what is a nice local church around me mm. that I visit? I like I watch the sermons and i actually like am spiritually feel like you know renewed by this and like a church that's centered on community mm -hmm. um because like that's that's really important and it's just like a, a good foundation like anywhere you are um yeah, yeah action item write it down <laughs> <laughs> it helped yeah. me it helped me like i was in new york i didn't um i think my first my first week or so like i was just like yo what am i really doing here mm. I, you know, I'm away from my family. I'm away from this, this, and this. And I had, like, I prayed about coming here and everything, and I knew that God wanted me to be here. But you have those, like, the, those doubts. And mm -hmm. just, like, finding my church and meeting the people I met, I realized, okay, like, you know, God God was sent, like, God's never wrong, basically. <laughs> right, <laughs> and right. I was on the right path. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Shoot, you preaching? Call me the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh, tying yeah. into that i think just the community aspect of it is a great point um mm -hmm. i think sometimes we can prefer loneliness over like the vulnerability of being around other people oh and i think so i wish i had like a <laughs> like a sound effect for it i'm gonna find one <laughs> try to find a sound effect but yeah i think I think something that kind of drives loneliness is just not wanting to be vulnerable with other people. Um, because, mm. of course, loneliness isn't just being around people 
in like in general because you can yeah. be in a crowd of people at something you can still be you can lonely. feel your loneliness yeah, you around still, the most people yeah you could be standing in like a yeah. huge group of people even mm-hmm. like if you're just in a group of like people you kind of know you can still be lonely yeah. if there's no one yeah. there who understands yeah. you um you can be you can be with your college friend group a lot of the times freshman year you form friends yeah. because of proximity yeah you're in the same dorm you in the same class i'm sorry yeah. like Someone's dying in New York all the time. Oh, but, my but. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. Uh, I live right next to the hospital. But, oh. uh, yeah, what was I saying? Uh, yeah, like, a lot of times it's based on proximity and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And you can be in a group, literally be in a group chat with, like, 10 people. And still, like, you could talk to your friend at home and be like, I have no friends. Yeah. Right? No, yeah. Like, I don't, I, yeah. I don't <laughs> regularly talk to... I think anyone who I used to talk to, like, the first few weeks of freshman year, mm. like, yeah, we were all just friends because of, like, proximity, when, like you said, and we're all in the same, yeah. like, program, so we were just like, yeah, mm-hmm. let's just go to eat, let's go eat food and go to this stuff yeah. together, and then, like, yeah. give a few weeks, and especially once you start, you know, just getting to know the other people and you're like really figuring out do i really vibe with these people like this and then you're like mm-hmm. no i don't mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but, yeah um, it's, yeah yeah it's just it's just crazy to me like one thing one thing that's sure like especially like once you receive christ into your life is that you are never alone yes right 100%. you are never even if you are in the most remote location mm-hmm. you know um jesus will never leave you yeah that doesn't mean that you can't feel lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You can have infinite amount of people around you mm-hmm. and still feel lonely. And I'm going to let you like go back to what you're saying because <laughs> you were about to drop some heat oh, about, about um, <laughs> trading in, trading in, like being lonely for being, uh, yeah. Being vulnerable. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. But yeah. yeah. Um, no. Yeah. That's a great point. I think. You know, when God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you, it's true and it's real. And I think mm-hmm. you always need to acknowledge that and make sure that you are, of course, acknowledging God's presence. I think another action mm-hmm. item is make sure the first thing you do is make sure you are keeping it in your mind that God is with you everywhere. Wow. Because the moment you kind of, if you already start kind of seeing god as like in certain pockets or certain places or you know you don't think he's seeing you in your pain or you don't even think he's seeing you in like these Mm -hmm. big moments like there's no way you're going to be able to acknowledge these other people um yeah who are around you there's no way you're going to be able to form these meaningful relationships if you can't even acknowledge god that's there um Mm -hmm. but even with that being said i think i guess with that comes this feeling of i need to feel god everywhere like i need to have this Mm. physical like a wind rushing by me (laughs) making me comforted you know like like a blanket is over me and a part of me you know wishes that's kind of how it was but Mm -hmm. i know that that's not the way god created us as people he didn't he intentionally and i think that's a very key word intentionally intentionally made us to need to be with other people there yeah. are i i feel like if you think of just every example of just people in the bible like mm-hmm. who have been doing great things they had other people with them you feel me mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. most of the time even if they were the ones doing like the main main things they, they still had, had other people yeah, like daniel had shadrach meshach abednego you know Yep. David, when he was in the wilderness the running, <laughs> when it, I've never thought of it like that. That's so true. When David was in the wilderness running, he had like 90 people with him, right? Like he had yeah. a lot of people around him. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's just something that's very important to consider is remembering that, you know, you don't, you shouldn't thrive on being alone. I mean, of course, take mm. those moments if you need it. Um, mm-hmm. But getting a even Jesus, even Jesus, yeah. sometimes he yeah. was like, he was like, 
I need to get away from y'all. Dip for a quick Jesus second. needed some time. And he to never spend told with them. Jesus. He just left. I think <laughs> that is the left. funniest thing about reading. Whenever Jesus just skedaddled, bruh. He just and skedaddled, his friend, and they used to like, be like, "Jesus, we're looking Jesus, for you." Jesus, what the heck are you doing? <laughs> like when they were in the boat yeah. and it was in a storm, and he went down to sleep. They were like, yeah. "What are you yeah. doing?" But yeah. anyways, that's so funny to me. But um, no, yeah. Going back to the vulnerability piece of it, um, I think it's very important to start to consider, at least within yourself, how you are kind of avoiding opening up to people. Um, Mm. I think that is a very... Hold on, give me one second. Yeah. I just... (gasps) Oh, yeah, make sure everything's still recording, by the way. Oh, no, I need to make sure my laptop wasn't dying (laughs) oh yeah nice Uh, no yeah i'm good but yeah going back to the vulnerability part of it all um i think for me personally opening up to people has not been a very easy thing for me Mm -hmm. um i think growing up i had a very and i still kind of do not kind of i still kind of do god help me but i still had (laughs) a very uh perfectionist mindset um mm. and i don't know where it comes stems from like from being a pastor's daughter or i guess just being mm-hmm. like um someone who i guess people went to when i was younger even though i never really mm. understood why but um mm. i think all that kind of culminated in if i'm feeling this problem i think i'm keep just gonna yourself. yeah i think i'm Solve just gonna it on keep your it own, to myself basically. um yeah. i'll i'll just pray you know i'll just i'll just let God handle it and I'll keep it moving. Um, but that's not, (laughs) that's not a good way to live your life. Um, Mm -hmm. it, it, it allows you to, it makes you bottle yourself up and it makes you very guarded. Um, and then I think it'll always culminate in this like one point in your life where you're thinking to yourself, like, dang, I feel like I don't have people to go to, you know, like, Mm. dang, I I feel like I don't have those go-to people, not because, they never wanted to be that for me, but because I never, never went up. out of my way to yeah. even do that. Um, yeah. And I think that's also something just to be aware of. You know, of course, the Bible mm. says guard your heart. Um, and it is important. But I think yeah. and also pray <laughs> like you should pray about these Amen. things for sure. Um, if you yeah. feel like you need community pray that you know god open your eyes yeah like you you need to pray about these things because ultimately everything that happens to you is always going to be something that god wants you to use to go back to him right Mm. so if you're Mm. feeling lonely in the moment and when god is saying guard your heart that's instantly an invitation to go back to him and to say what can i do now how yeah like is there anything I can do for this? Can you get me out of this, Lord? I'm depending on you. That's the whole point. Yeah. So when it comes to being vulnerable with people, of course, I'm not saying run out and start telling your deepest, darkest secrets to the <laughs> personnel here. Have boundaries. Be aware yeah. of other people. But, um, like, pray about it and, and consider, you know, who considered, like, like you said, going to a local church. Um, maybe yeah. finding a few friends who can you can be accountable to or like having a Bible study with or something like that. Um, you know, th- a lot of the times when you're with willing people, those kind of conversations happen pretty naturally. Um, yeah. Or you can just yeah. and if you bring it up, it's not like you probably know the right timing to do that. So mm-hmm. it's I think that's a big uh, thing that I would say if there's like someone listening who's feeling lonely, I would say that's a big thing you should kind Mm. of consider and think is my loneliness of some external circumstances or is it of my own doing because i'm Mm. keeping these walls around me and i don't want the community because you can like there can be people who are willing right but if you don't Mm -hmm. want it if you don't pursue it you know nobody like uh, we live in a world especially now where sadly people are really starting to not want to go out of their way for other people so yeah. Yeah. you there hopefully you're surrounding yourself with people who show you love by wanting mm-hmm. to go out of their way for others um mm-hmm. but 
I think there is also a nece- there's also a necessity for you to be proactive about these things as well too. So Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Another thing, um I just add to that is like as you, as you said, like you you have to actively like pray about it. Like if mm-hmm. you want need community, pray about it. Um and be actively like looking. Like I know mm. sometimes like if you don't if you're like oh i have no friends this is this it's like okay what what are you actually saying like mm-hmm. are you saying you have no friends to to party with or to do mm-hmm. bible study with like who have you reached out to to do bible study with that's christian that's been like nah nah fam yeah i don't want to have this bible study with you yeah or like you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's like, like are you are you really reaching out to the places that you need to reach out to and by saying I don't have any friends, like maybe you're saying I just don't have any friends that I want to do all this other stuff with. Yeah. That's a different story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Not what this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a, a different, that's a whole that's different, a different thing. With, yeah, with if you're talking about like, oh, stuff. I don't look cool enough Ooh, or, yeah. you know, or um, I don't dress a certain way or that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe the, the, the earthly the mm. earthly crowd of people might reject you mm-hmm. but what the bible promises us that we always have a place in his kingdom come on right and so <laughs> <laughs> come on it does sound like i'm preaching <laughs> we always everybody has a place in his kingdom it doesn't matter if you've been you know rejected by society mm-hmm. or any form it doesn't matter what your um what your sins are what your mm-hmm. stains are mm-hmm. you know you always have a place with him and so I'm I'm going to ask you, like, who are you reaching out to, mm. right? Like, are you going to um, your local church? Are you going to the your friends that you know that are Christian that mm-hmm. you never really paid attention to because mm-hmm. you thought they were weird and boring? <laughs> but, <laughs> right. but, like, you never actually had a conversation with them yeah. and realized that they're, you know, a three-dimensional human being. Yeah, for sure. And so... Um, yeah, I just want to challenge everybody to like, uh, to do, like, if you are feeling lonely, if you are feeling like you don't have those people to be vulnerable with, like start there. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was, uh, I, when I, my first sermon, when I got here, uh, um, her name is Pastor Janelle. She was, she was actually speaking about friendship mm. and it was so eye opening to me because she was basically talking about how a lot of the times we focus on ourselves Mm. right Mm -hmm. the thing about the gospel is that it is not a self-centered gospel it is not about you yeah a lot of people do preach like a gospel like that it's like you know you know and then you were saved and then like your whole life became better and yeah this this, and this and you know cherries and rainbows Mm -hmm. but it is not about you in fact like what what does god say what does jesus say like he says once you um once you believe believe you will tear families apart mm. and once you go spread the gospel you will tear families apart mm. um because the father might not believe and the son might believe and mm-hmm. this this and mm-hmm. that and he's like but anyone that doesn't like you have to carry my cross with me mm-hmm. right yeah and so basically all this to say is that it's not necessarily going to be to be easy um living a more christian life and like trying to have like the more christian like it's gonna you're gonna have to put in work yeah basically. for sure for sure instead of like you're gonna have to change from the mindset of like oh i'm at this party and nobody's talking to me you're gonna have to change to i'm at this party how can i make that person that looks lonely have the best day of their lives mm, yeah you have to have a more outward approach yes. to people yeah because that's how jesus did yeah jesus had a more outward approach to people he saw the person that was like outcasted by society, the tax collector mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. you know, and he was like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a sit with you mm-hmm. and I'm gonna have people look at me weird, but I don't care. Cause right. it's a, like, you know, I'm gonna care about the person, um, you know, next to me. Um, there was like a leper. I was watching a, a sermon by, Ele- um, elevation pastor, pastor Furtick. Mm-hmm. And he was just talking about like how a leper came to Jesus and how, how crazy that would have been back then because mm-hmm. lepers could only live in leper communities. Mm-hmm. They couldn't live with the rest of society. Yeah. 
And imagine how lonely that must have been. Before you enter anywhere with people that are clean, you have to shout, unclean, unclean. Mm -hmm. You know? And so for him to come to Jesus, that was a risk to him. Yeah. Right? But Jesus still, you know, Jesus could have said, okay, you're healed. But he actually laid hands on him, which was like even like more of a vow. He's like, yo, you don't touch a leper. And so like you're going to have to do these things that are out of your comfort zone that are out of the norm if you want to you know live like christ and like build this community but that's what you're called to do Mm -hmm. as christians you're gonna be you're gonna have to be that guy on campus that you know is 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 just like you know like living out like how christ will live out you're you're talking to the people that are like the outcast of Mm -hmm. the campus and stuff like that and um you're you're reaching out but all this to say is that it's not you can't just sit down and wait for things to come yeah, to you yeah the gospel is an active gospel yeah um, for sure yeah yeah see you spitting mm-hmm. facts like <laughs> come on straight fire yeah oh, um yeah. i guess ultimately in my opinion i that all just comes oh, down to um a love thing i guess a love for others and mm. love for yourself um, because it's, it's very easy that, yeah. to think of love. I think, I mean, every, like something I guess I've, I've spoken with a lot of friends about is, um, how love is a sacrificial thing. Ultimately, yeah. like any relationship that you're in where you claim you love this person, you've gone out of your way to do stuff for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you've gone out of your way to be there for them. Not just like mm-hmm. super big things, but like you know you're you console them you speak to them you Mm -hmm. you go out with them you spend money on them whatever it is Mm -hmm. um it's not just you know feeling good about this person um like yeah like you know this person's awesome whatever but i think something that i think kind of gets framed as love but it isn't really is staying within your own sphere i think a lot of the times we think we're doing people a favor by not even trying to say and not necessarily like go up to people and be like you're doing this wrong you're doing that wrong but if you see something that someone's doing that's not the best like for them for them and you are just like sitting here you know just like saying i'll i'll let them figure it out or you know Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna go out of my way i'm not gonna judge them i'm not gonna you know try to say anything you know i'll let them just do them and you know pray and hopefully you know and i mean prayer pray for your friends but like yeah just i'm not gonna do anything i'm gonna stay in my sphere because i think i'm helping them that's mm. not love at least not, not to love. me because yeah. love is when even if you're not right i think that's also another thing it's not it's the intent you know if, yeah if yeah. you see someone it. doing something and it just isn't you don't think it's necessarily right you don't have to be abrasive Mm -hmm. and say like you're just terrible and blah blah blah. Mm -hmm. you can point it out and say hey i see you doing this i don't know if this is really the best thing for you yeah but and have a conversation about it have a conversation you know ultimately the ball is in their court right it's not you can't force anyone to do anything but Mm -hmm. i just think we shouldn't and i think it's something that can cause loneliness tying it back is thinking i can stay in my own sphere and Mm -hmm. that's going to be the best thing for everyone if i just Mm. stay in my bubble not try to really you know even bother with other people or even dig Mm. too deep with other people because i think that (laughs) because i think that i can just um, i'm doing i'm doing it a favor and i think when we live in a society nowadays that's very like I'm going to let people just do them. You know, I'm going to let people mm-hmm. do what they want. Not saying yeah. that, you know, obviously I have to keep reinforcing. I'm not saying that, you know, you should just start like slapping people upside the faces or something. Yeah, just because yeah, you yeah, think yeah. something's of wrong. Um, of course, approach them with love, which still yeah. comes with the other fruits of the spirit, like joy, yeah. peace, patience. Um, yeah. But I just think it's not Jesus-like to mm. think that you can just stay in your bubble and not really try to speak to people, try to 
try to engage mm-hmm. with people in general mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. you think that like you're, you're you're claiming that's love or you think you have love in your life i don't think that mm-hmm. that doesn't correlate at least to me and what we think of love in the bible you know yeah so i think the most important thing especially like if, if you're about to go to college or you're in college right now we're mm-hmm. both seniors by the way yeah so we we, we got a little bit of experience <laughs> <this now. laughs> but uh I think the most important thing you need to re- recognize is your your top priority, like your leader, is Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You live your life the way Jesus does, and yeah. you your values are based on Jesus's values and everything. Mm-hmm. And so, if you come in contact with people who do not agree with that, mm-hmm. or not that they don't agree with that, but they outcast you for that, mm-hmm. you dust your feet off and move on. Yeah. Right. I have friends that we disagree on certain things. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But they reckon they just recognize the disagreements. But it, do, it doesn't change anything else. Yeah. There are other people that we would have disagreements. And it's like it feels like an attack on their character. Mm-hmm. And therefore they're like, OK, I'm not, you know, we're not friends. Like, you know, yeah. distance himself or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or or it's like they feel I, like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. like. As a, as a Christian, like, you got to know that, you okay, you can stand by your beliefs, right? Mm-hmm. And you can ha- still have unbelievers as friends. Yeah. You can have your beliefs and still, like, you know, yeah. still be in, um, in contact with, mm-hmm. with the world. Mm-hmm. And that's, like, those two aren't um, impossible. And so a lot of people, they either go to two extremes and both extremes are bad. Mm-hmm. You either completely immerse yourself in you know church mm-hmm. or you completely just say okay like you, you just become lukewarm like i don't really mm-hmm. care about mm-hmm. like jesus's values mm-hmm. what what's for what's for you is for you what works for you works for you mm-hmm. and like i don't like you know and what works for me works for me right and that type of thing and you just become like this lukewarm which doesn't really lukewarm is an extreme in in this context yeah it, it's, <laughs> it's not uh, good <laughs> Yeah, yes. you know, <laughs> don't want you, you either come lukewarm or like you're just all the way out there. And you yeah. just completely let like, go of your faith. But we're in, we're assuming that you're in either the lukewarm camp or you're in a completely church camp. I'm telling you that like, you're both not doing what Jesus has called you to mm. do, right? You definitely need to have that church community mm-hmm. to keep you grounded, mm-hmm. so that when you have, you know, falling out to people not not in the church, not in that community, mm-hmm. that you can have people to fall back on. Like yeah. you know, you can yeah. have. Um, you can still have a community yeah. and not have a total devastatingly loss. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, and I would, of course, say don't listen to this and think that we are both, you know, completely doing everything that we're saying. I, I swear I'm talking to myself. Yeah, I was like, I'm when I was talking, I was like, right Holy now. Spirit. <laughs> I was definitely telling you something but- as I'm saying these words. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's yeah, I yeah. I think something very important that I guess we should say is a lot of this stuff is easier said than done, right? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It might take a lot of prayer. It might take a lot of like kind of you know building yourself up, motivating mm-hmm. yourself to even go for it. It might even have some failures, you know, because mm. you know there's nothing new under the sun, and some things yeah. might actually happen, you know. Um, yeah, but of course you want you need to have jesus as your rock you need to lean on him um i think sometimes making things not as dramatic as they might be in your head is also a very important Mm. thing um because sometimes you think just because somebody doesn't want to be your friend anymore your world is collapsing and i mean that's a big thing but at the same time it's a it's a big thing yeah i feel you i would say i feel you no no yeah a friend yeah and it's it's like your world is over yeah it's a big thing but i think at the same time take a step back at some moments right and amongst the grieving because it's not going to mm-hmm. be like you're never going to grieve amongst grieving amongst mm-hmm. um, failure amongst sadness right amongst possible depression right mm-hmm. still have that moment where you're going to God and like making sure this is the right thing you're doing right because mm-hmm. you need to always mm-hmm. make sure you're having that reinforcement in Jesus that yeah. this is a painful thing 
right? Yeah. I don't like being alone, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Being alone mm-hmm. does make me sad. I have personally cried, like, and had very, like, not necessarily depressive episodes of very low moments in my life from yeah. being lonely. And yeah. it's not, you don't need to push it away. You don't need to do the uber churchy thing of, like, I'm never alone. <laughs> Jesus is always besides me. <laughs> I I never I got God my, my God will never leave me. I got Jesus me and enemy on for... my side. <laughs> like no, no. <laughs> but you don't you don't need to do that. Like God obviously sees You can grieve. Um yeah, God obviously sees yeah. the pain. He sees that you're lonely. I think mm. you just want to make sure that you're consistently reinforcing Going back to that same point, consistently reinforcing the presence of God in your life, because mm-hmm. I think sometimes, at least for me, I think the Holy Spirit has really opened my eyes to kind of be like, you know, amongst this pain, at mm-hmm. least you know that in your heart, like, it's okay. Or at least you know yeah. in your heart, like, you made the yeah. right decision. Or at least you know in your heart, like, yeah, they're having fun without me, but... Yeah. I know I have a reason why I'm here right now. I know yeah. that I'm and and one thing to say about FOMO before because we're actually getting kind of late. But one thing to say yeah. is just because other people are having fun doesn't mean that you should now kind of see it in the negative light that they're having fun. Right. Mm, so I think don't it's put on very, their downfall now. Yeah. Don't be like, you Bless know, them. they could Bless they could them. be they could be going through this and this and that. If but yeah. I didn't go out. So I'm like, no, don't do that. No. Don't Me? bless bless them. Bless them. Pray that it is truly a great experience for yeah, them. Yeah. Like going yeah. back to the love thing, right? Mm-hmm. Don't do what makes you comfortable. Go and mm-hmm. like, even if you're feeling really left out at that moment, I think it's a good practice, right? To yeah. even say, Lord, please protect them as they are mm-hmm. outside right mm-hmm. now and make Amen. sure nothing bad happens because I don't want to have to wow. mourn my friends when they get back, right? Yeah. And yeah. all of that together not saying like oh man you should just feel like you're such a good person for doing that but all of that together (laughs) right is ultimately going to bring you back to a place of i know where i am i'm i know what i'm doing right now sure these other people are having fun that's cool let them do Mm -hmm. that but lord what you need me to do right now i will do it i'm not gonna wish ill will on them yeah and i think just having that constant reinforcement is 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 pretty powerful because yeah um it it seems like a very like out like crazy way of thinking right it seems like mm-hmm. kind of crazy way of doing things because yeah it's the opposite it's the opposite of our nature our yeah nature. like so, yeah what you want is to be like man i hope that joint wasn't as fun as they they mm-hmm. it looked like <laughs> it was you know you want to <laughs> be like dang like i hope they come back and start complaining this is that's yeah. very real yeah. but you have to do the opposite you have to mm-hmm. pivot if you're really aiming to be jesus-like if we're really yeah. aiming to be jesus-like because it's an it's both of us and everyone you and, really and you really have to uh make sure that your constant and it's it's the work of the holy spirit you know the bible mm-hmm. says the holy spirit's working in you giving you the power and the desire to do what pleases him Amen. It is not. Wow. Yeah. Scripture. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no, that scripture gets me through a lot because, <laughs> man, let me. I, I, I must say this because if we're going to make yeah. this podcast series, I promise you, you are not alone when you be thinking some whack stuff. I'm right mm-hmm. there. <laughs> I promise. Mm-hmm. And not like it was months ago. No, like yeah, no. last week. <laughs> like yeah. it's yeah. not yesterday currently like, happening it's currently. not right i'm not like it's not yet. a it's not a um it's not a like oh yeah we're redeemed so we're gonna tell you what to <laughs> do like we are redeemed yeah but we still go through these things it is yeah. the holy spirit really working in each and every one of us to challenge us to do that here's what you feel and that's why i think it's great that god lets you feel things because yeah. it's, if you don't acknowledge that feeling, you'll never know how to combat it, right? Mm-hmm. So here's mm-hmm. how you're feeling. Okay, here's how you combat it. That's just the mm-hmm. thing. That's why it's very important to go back to the foundation thing, to have your foundation really, really strong, not because mm-hmm. there won't be any rain, not because there won't be an earthquake, mm-hmm. not because there won't be anything coming towards you, but so that you can be assured, okay, you know, this looks really bad. There's a freaking tornado outside, right? 
but mm-hmm. I'm sure that this foundation I'm on won't fail, right? Won't, won't fail. fail. Yeah. And like, what, what, what better God could there possibly be that can like relate to us on that feeling of like, you know, as you said, like the grieving, right? You know, of like all of that type, um, being left alone, stuff like that. Like that's just. That's the thing about Christ that perplexes most from other religions. It's like mm-hmm. your God was really like beaten and battered and tattered. And if you think about it, the people that he saved, the people that they were the ones shouting crucify him, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like when when you think of that and like th- um, think about what we're going through. Yeah. You know that God isn't invalidating your pain. He's going through it with you. Yeah. And telling you that, you know, I, you know, as long, since because you love me, I will make your pain for good. Mm-hmm. Come on. Right. And you can find solace in that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't take the pain away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it gives you your joy. Yeah. Back. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. your joy is in your love for others when you come to Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's why Jesus on his death cross was able to say (laughs) father forgive them yeah for they don't know what they do yeah and we're that's what that's what she's trying to say when she says like when you see her like when they come back don't be like oh i hope it was bad god protect them yeah that's an emulation it's not something that comes to us naturally yeah naturally you want to say i hope your uber came late i hope it (laughs) rains i hope someone gets blacked out drunk and they're throwing up all over the place and i hope everything goes bad that's what we really want to say yeah but because of the model of christ we say lord please protect them Mm -hmm. make sure that this is um not the end and make sure that you know that they continue to live fruitful lives and come to you Mm -hmm. um and so yeah that's so that's to say you can end this off right here yeah add anything else yeah I'm going to just leave y'all with a last scripture. You feel me? Amen. Um, a last scripture. <laughs> <laughs> so Zephaniah 3.17. Yeah, we're going to the minor prophets. Says. <laughs> <laughs> what y'all know about that? Yeah, what Major y'all know about that Obadiah? <laughs> that Nahum. Obadiah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it uh. says, the Lord God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet mm. you by his love. He will exult over you with loud singing. Um, mm. So God is singing over you, man. God <laughs> he's, is with you. he's right there. Yeah. He re- It Emmanuel. says that God will rejoice over you. So wow. it's not it's not even just the painful situations. Also in all your moments in every single mm-hmm. time. So yeah. just remember that, you know. Remember that. Let me yeah. DJ, play the outro music, <laughs> which is me. And it's a wrap. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.